I will be reading from the New International Version. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while, while himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Now it's time for prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you with hearts overflowing with gratitude. Thank you for this opportunity to gather in your presence and lift our voices in worship. We thank you for your abundant grace that sustains us and fills our hearts with joy. As we begin with this time of worship, may our hearts be attuned to your love and our souls be lifted in praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. saints of Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. May God's blessings be upon all who are present and those who are joining us virtually as well. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you all to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6.4 states, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death, that like Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of our Father, even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. I am Sister Carla Scott, and this is our candidate for baptism. Mr. Miles, Timothy Miles Sr. Based upon your profession of faith in our Lord Jesus the Christ, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. If you can, can you please stand up and we're going to praise the Lord this morning. We ain't going to be long. We're going to have a good time. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the Lord. So if you come to praise the Lord, let me see you clap your hands. Come on. Everybody clap your hands. Uh. 
Know what you come to do, let me hear you say. I don't know what you come to do. I don't know what you come to do, let me hear you say. I yeah. don't know what you come to do. Say, but I know what I come to do, let me hear you say. But yeah. I yeah. know what I come to do. But I know what I come to do, let me hear you say, but yes, I yes. know what I come to do, oh, I come to clap my hands, my everybody clap your hands, say I come to clap my hands, my hands. Oh, say I come to clap my hands. my hands. Let me see you clap your hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say I come to do my dance, my ooh Lord, yeah. Say oh, everybody put those hands together. Come on and clap your hands, oh Lord. I don't know what you come to do, let me hear you say. I yes, don't yes. know what you come to do. But I know what I came to do, let me hear you say. But yes, I know what I come to do. Say, I don't know what you come to do, let me hear you say. I don't yes, sir. know what you come to do. Oh, but I know what I came to do, let me hear you say, but yeah, I yeah. Know what I come to do. Oh, I come to clap my hands. My say, I come to clap my hands. My say, I come to clap my hands. Hand. Anybody come to clap your hands? Let me see you clap your hands. Let me see you clap your hands. Let me see you clap your hands. Say, I come to clap my hands. Say, I come to do my dance. Say, I come to do my dance. I come to give him glory. I come to give him praise. Say, I come to do my dance. I come to do my dance. I come to do my dance. Say, oh. Clap your hands this morning. Oh, you don't know. You don't know. Like I know. Like I know. What the Lord, what the Lord has done for me. But if you know what I've been doing, yeah. said you wouldn't just sit there. You would just raise them too. Oh, yeah. Can we do it one more time? Oh, you don't know. You don't know. I ain't got no. What the, Lord what the Lord has done for me, done for me. But if you, knew, if you knew what I've been through Said you wouldn't just stand there You would praise Him too The next part says something like this 
Oh, say if you don't wanna praise, if you don't wanna praise, watch me praise, watch me praise. Say if you don't wanna praise, if you don't wanna praise, oh, watch me praise, watch me praise. Say if you don't wanna clap, if you don't wanna clap, you oughta watch me clap, watch me clap. Say if you don't wanna clap, if you don't wanna clap, you oughta watch me clap, watch me clap. Say if you don't wanna praise, if you don't wanna praise, watch me praise, watch me praise. I'm gonna praise, if you don't wanna praise. Watch me, watch me pray. Say if you don't wanna pray, if you don't wanna pray, watch me, watch me pray. Say if you don't wanna pray, if you don't wanna pray, say watch me pray, watch me pray. Say if you don't wanna pray, if you don't wanna pray, say if you don't wanna pray, if you don't wanna pray. I came to give him glory, if you don't wanna pray, I came to give him honor, I came to give him praise. Say you don't wanna pray, if you don't wanna pray, say if you don't wanna pray, if you don't wanna pray, say watch me pray. Say, watch me. Oh, watch me. I'll see y'all clapping. Say, watch me. Say, watch me. Say, watch me. 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 He's been so good. He's been so kind. I got to praise him. I got to praise him. Say praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. He deserves all the honor. He deserves all the praise from the rising of the sun to the going of the sun. I will praise him. I will praise him. Say praise him. 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 Clap your Clap your hands. I got to give him glory. 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 I gotta 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 give him glory. I got to give him, give him glory. I got to give him, give him glory. Anybody came to give him glory. I gotta 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 give him glory. Oh, say, watch me.
can't praise you enough Even if I tried so You've been so good to me So good, you've been so good. Lord, you are good. Lord, you you've been good. better than you've been good. Better than good. I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. I owe you my life. Can't praise you enough. If I try. So good, you've been 
welcome y'all um, here at Mount Calvary as you can see we love to worship the Lord do we have any visitors with us today any visitors joining us today no visitors oh come on can you stand up for us we want to welcome you the Mount Calvary way Come on, Mount Calvary, let's welcome our guests.
Our speaker for the morning, Isaiah, Brother Isaiah Wortham, was born in Dayton, Ohio, to Ozilia and Jamar Wortham. He's a, he's a graduate of Chaminade Julian High School, where he graduated in 2020, and he was a student athlete where he won state championship runner-up for two years in a row in wrestling. He is currently a full-time student at Cumberland University, located in Lebanon, Tennessee, near Nashville, where he's majoring in business and focusing on project management. He, while he's been there, he's been placed on the Dean's List multiple times. Amen. After um, the announcements in the choir, Brother Isaiah Wortham will come bringing us the word for today. through November 12, 2023. Good morning, Mount Calvary family. My name is Bethany Harbison, and here are your morning announcements. The Maddie Talbert Missionary Ministry will be collecting items for St. Vincent's Shelter for women and families in the House of Bread from October 8, 2023 through November 12, 2023. The following items are needed. Women's shoes, larger sizes, men's shoes, smaller sizes, underwear, sizes five through 10, Kleenex, sunglasses, chapstick, backpacks, soap or shower gels, deodorant, toothpaste and toothbrushes, fingernail clippers, shampoo, body lotion, razors and shaving cream, diapers, sizes three to six, baby wipes, pull-ups for toddlers and preschoolers, coloring books and crayons. Please help us as we minister to the least of these. Bins will be placed at the entrances for you to leave your donations. October is Fire Prevention Month. The goal of fire prevention is to raise awareness and protect homes and families. With this in mind, a representative from the Dayton Fire Department will speak on October 17, 2023 at 1030 a.m. here in the church atrium. All seniors, please join us and learn about fire safety and preventative measures in the home. A light lunch will be served afterward. Attention all men, please join us for a free male health awareness seminar on Saturday, October 21st from 8.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. here at Mount Calvary Church. Come and learn about male health issues from some great medical professionals who can answer questions that you may have and help educate you about things you may not know. Men, don't cheat yourselves. Go to mountcalvarychurch.life to register online. That's mountcalvarychurch.life to register online or call the church office at 937-268-6737. That's 937-268-6737. The Mount Calvary family will go to worship with Resurrection Baptist Church on Sunday, October 22nd at 4 p.m. as they celebrate Pastor Norman Bradfield's pastoral anniversary. Make sure you don't miss this time of celebration and fellowship as Pastor Winston brings the word and our choir ministers in song. Resurrection is located at 1444 Darst Avenue. That's 1444 Darst Avenue in Dayton, Ohio. 
On Sunday, October 29th at 4 p.m., Pastor Winston Jr. and the Mount Calvary family will go to worship with Greater Mount Zion Baptist Church in Cleveland, Ohio. A small bus has been chartered for those who want to go but don't want to drive. The bus is first come, first serve. Please call the church office for more information. This concludes our morning announcements. Again, my name is Bethany Harbison. You all have a blessed one. Good morning, Mount My name is Elijah Wortham, and I am inviting all youth between the ages of 12 to 18 to join our Mount Calvary youth ministry. We have fun while learning about Christ. Please consider joining our ministry. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, stand on y'all feet. We got one more song. We're going to have a little church. Ready? Do me a favor. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Come on, talk to him. Say, neighbor. Say, I don't know about you, but I love to call that name. Everybody clap your hands. Glorify the name of the Lord. Glorify the name of the Lord. He is worthy. He is worthy of our praise. Let's do his name. Magnify the name of the Lord. Magnify the name of the Lord. Give him glory. Give him glory and our praise because he's great. He is great. great. I can call him. I can call when him. When I need him. When I need him. He's my friend. He's my friend. He won't leave. Said I can call him. When I need him. My friend, he won't leave. He won't leave. Said, I love to call him. I love to call him. I love to call his name. I love to call his name. I love to call him. I love to call him. I love to call his name. Do me a favor. Everybody clap your hands. Let me hear all y'all make some noise. Glorify the name of the Lord. Glorify the name of the Lord. Give him worthy. Magnify the name of the Lord. Magnify the name of the Lord. Give him glory. Give him glory and I praise because he's great. Ooh, we great. I can call him. I can call when him. I need him. He's my friend. Friend. He's my friend. He won't leave. He won't leave. Come on, say, I love to call him. I love to call him. I love to call his name. I love to call his name. Say, I love to call him. I love to call him. I love to call his name. I love to call his name. Said he is my master. He is my master. He is my master, yeah. He is my master, yeah. He is my savior. He is my savior. He is my savior, yeah. He 
Come on. I say cheer. Cheer. Everybody clap your hands. I said, Jesus, 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 oh Jesus, is there somebody here this morning ever had to call and say, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, I had to get down on my knee, call for myself, call, oh shit, I love to call him, I love to call him, I love to call his name, I love to call his name, anybody here love to call him, I love to I love to call his name. I love to call his name. Said he is my master. He is my master. He is my master, yeah. He is my master, yeah. He is my savior. He is my savior. He is my savior, yeah. One more time. Oh, said Jesus. Jesus. Everybody call his name. Said Jesus. Jesus. Everybody call his name. Jesus, 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 now somebody give God praise all over this building. If you ever called on the name of Jesus, you ought to just give God a praise. Won't God come through for you? Won't God make a way for you? Won't God show up? Won't God show up on time? Give God a praise. Give God a praise. If you know it been good. If you know it been kind. If you know it been real good. If you know it been real kind. Somebody said thank you. God's been too good to us not to sound like something. God keeps on keeping us. He's a restorer. He's a redeemer. He keeps on keeping us. I'll let you sit for just a little bit. Um, I want to first thank God. You guys can be seated just for a little bit. Yeah, you ain't got to stand too long. I want to first thank God for granting me the opportunity to speak his word on today. I don't take it lightly. Secondly, I want to thank my pastor who is absent, but please pray for him. He's, in a, he's doing a revival in Michigan, so please pray for him. Um, but yeah, I thank him for giving me and thinking of me for a task such as this. 
I want this to be on the record, though. Pastor asked me to talk um, early in the morning two Fridays ago, and that messed my whole day up. And if I'm being honest, these past two weeks of sleep have been pretty rough for me. <laughs> so, yes. I had a lot of reasons behind not accepting this proposal, but in the end, I concluded that as much of an introvert I am, the no from my flesh was outweighed by the yes from the curiosity of my purpose. At first, I was a little bit hesitant because I thought to myself, who would want to hear from me? But then I realized that the words that would be coming out of my mouth would not be those of my own, but from God. So I decided to accept what was being presented to me. Lastly, I want to acknowledge my family. Thank you for being here and supporting me. I just have one simple request that you all please try not to make too much eye contact with me. As you all know, I've been a very shy person for all my life and I might just pass out up here. <laughs> I want to start today's message by preferencing every Sunday is special. Every Sunday is special, but this Sunday is even more special than most because the future of the church is taking over service. Come on, you could do better than that. The future of the church is taking over service today. It's one thing to be a youth in today's society and to simply attend church, and it's another thing to be a youth in today's society who is involved in church. So I commend you on your service for today. Today, I want to highlight a text that was written in 1 Peter by the Apostle Peter. 1 Peter indicates to us how we ought to live our life during hardship. Peter is a good person to learn from because he was with Jesus. He was one of Jesus' apostles, and Peter's lived during the persecution of Jesus Christ and his followers. In 1 Peter, we see that Jesus becomes the focal point of which a Christian's life should operate during the midst of trial and tribulation church, 1 Peter teaches us how to recognize when we're facing opposition, how to then operate in temporary opposition, and how to move forward in our lives while walking in holiness and hope. Today, I will be coming from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10 and 11. Please stand for the reading of the word, if you will. I want to say everybody looks lovely today. Um, one, I mean it. Two, I'm nervous. But you all look lovely today. Are we there? First Peter, and I think, yep, it's up there. First Peter, um, chapter 5, verse 10 and 11, it reads, After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts his blessing and favor, who has called, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself complete, confirm, strengthen and establish you. I'll read that again. Will who himself will complete, confirm, establish, and strengthen you, making you how you ought to be. To him be dominion, that's power, authority, and sovereignty forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for today. We thank you for a time like this. God, we ask that you have your way in this place. Saturate us with your presence, God. Give everybody what they need in this moment. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. If there are any note takers, if, they, if that's still a thing that still exists, today's message is 
Your decision has power. Your decision has power. With this being my very first message, I ask that you have patience with me as I attempt to talk to various generations all at once. My prayer is that everyone in this room will see a part of themselves in this message. A famous poet by the name of Robert Frost wrote a poem that makes me think of the decision to follow Christ. This decision is something that we all find ourselves having to make at some point in our lives. The poet wrote it like this, two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth, then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, and leaves no step had trotted black, Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on the way, I doubt if I should ever come back. Here's the favorite part. I shall be telling this with a sigh somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverge in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. This message today is not for anyone who is okay with being okay. This message is not for anyone who is okay with the way things are. However, this message is for anyone looking for a move of God. This message is for anyone who feels like giving up, but is willing to give it one more try. Let me let you in on a little secret about God. If God hasn't taken you out of this game of life, then your life still has a purpose. You are not too young or too old for God to use you. If you still have breath in your body, then your life still adds value to God's story. This passage of scripture shows us the relationship between creator and his creation. This proves to us that God loves us and he doesn't intend for us not to acquire in salvation. In fact, it is evident that our yes to God pushes us towards our purpose. Now, you must understand that when you say yes, you are acknowledging that you are accepting the reality that you don't know how to operate in your gift. But as long as you are willing to go on the journey, God will direct your path. When you say yes, the context of your relationship shifts from him being the Lord to him being your Lord. It shifts from lordship to leadership. We see it written beautifully in the Bible in Psalms 119 verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. I love the way the scripture puts it because a lamp doesn't reveal everything in front of us. Instead, it exposes just a little bit of what's behind us. The simple, uh, the simple uh, uh, illumination, pardon me, the simple, I'm still nervous. <laughs> the small illumination exposes just a few steps to us, not the whole path set before us. We must not forget that the lamp doesn't completely dismiss what's behind us either. So don't forget about what happened Friday in the cafeteria when you said, when you talked bad about so-and-so young people. And no, I didn't forget about the adults in the room. Don't forget when you're talking bad about Jasmine in the break room. Jasmine is always late. Jasmine is always behind on work. Jasmine this, Jasmine that. You so busy pointing at the splitter in her eye not realizing there's a log in yours. 
Your past should remind you of what not to do when you get in regular when you get in a similar situation in the future. A lamp exposes what's around you, showing us small bits of what's in front of us while still reminding us of what's behind us. God never promised that the road would be easy, but that it will be worth it. Point number one, suffering is inevitable when you say yes. Suffering is inevitable when you say yes. Looking back at the beginning of verse 10, after you have suffered for a little while, I want to remind you that when you say yes, you are accepting suffering. I like this part of the scripture, church, because it is a foreshadowing that on this journey we are guaranteed to run into trouble. This brings us to the understanding that God never promised that we would not suffer, but in return, this shows that by the grace God has granted us, we will get through our suffering. This line also tells us that after that suffering is momentary, and in due time, it will pass. For the Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 3, that we should be glad in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance. So youth, youngful, and seasoned saints, that tells us that we ought to be grateful during our sufferings because suffering is just an indication that a breakthrough is near. If that doesn't help you, here you go. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, joy comes in the morning. Look at your neighbor and say, where there's hardship, a breakthrough has to be near. Come on, y'all can do better than that. Where there's hardship, a breakthrough has to be near. There's no way God would allow you to go through all that hell without blessing you in the end, without strengthening your faith, without strengthening your mind. There's no way he would let you go through the fire and you not come out looking better than you went in. I dare you to be bold in your suffering, embrace the hardship, and if you're a little bit crazier, remind the devil about himself. Tell him, look, devil, I know what you're trying to do, and I want to remind you of the two outcomes of this situation. Number one, the trial will do nothing but strengthen my faith in God. Number two, this trial will give me something to shout about. And when they're asking me why I'm shouting, I'm going to tell them the devil tried me and I persevered. And in this case, my testimony is going to encourage other believers that they too can make it through their difficulties. Suffering is inevitable. Point number two. There is a transaction that must occur when you say yes. There's a transaction that must occur when you say yes. I like this part of the scripture the most because the whole passage because it tells us that we don't need to seek validation from anyone or anything. It reads, for God himself will complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish us, making us how we ought to be. It's one thing for you to walk one thing for you to think you're walking the path that God set before you and it's another thing to be okay with not knowing the path but understanding the tour guide when God wants you to walk with him he will give you directions with no information God will limit information from you to teach you how to walk by faith and not by sight there's beauty in the decision to say yes to God and when you do God carries out his promise to complete, confirm, and strengthen and establish you. God has called us all to his eternal glory through the bloodshed of Jesus. And I heard it like this. If you're a mathematician, you may like it. God bought us with Christ at no charge, but he still expects change back. In essence, if God did everything he could for you to have eternal life, so my question is today, what are you willing to let go of? 
if God expects change back, then you, what are you willing to live without so that you can live forever with him? That's for everyone in this room. If a relationship isn't bringing you closer to God, then it's hindering your attempt at eternal life. What are you willing to fix, give up, change about yourself so that you can have everlasting life? It is through our personal sacrifices that God will complete, confirm, establish, and strengthen us. What are you willing to sacrifice in order to see the will of God carried on in your life? I'm reminded of the story of Abraham. Abraham was begging and asking and pleading God for a son. And I just want to pose this simple thought. If Abraham is not willing to sacrifice his one and only son, Isaac, then he doesn't receive the blessings God has for him. Abraham isn't greatly blessed, and Abraham's lineage isn't greatly blessed either if he doesn't carry out what is being asked of him. What if I told you that your sacrifice could care for generations that you won't even see? Sacrifice is critical for the hand of God to really impact your life. God wants, to sh God wants you to show him that you are really invested in receiving what he has for you. God wants you to validate your yes with sacrifice. What are you willing to let go of? God has gifted each of us with the necessary gifts and abilities needed to carry out our assignment. It is our duty to figure out what those attributes are, how to utilize them, and how to steward them so that God's light can shine so bright in such a dark world. What are you willing to sacrifice? Once you have said yes, there has to be a continuous evolution of your gifts so that you can avoid irrelevancy. What does that mean? That means that once you've acknowledged your gift, you must cultivate, hone, and expand through diligent effort, study, and practice. You need to find people capable of increasing your gift and listen closely because truthfully, not everybody can handle what you are carrying. If you feel that you can add value to the kingdom of God, then what are you waiting on? It would be asinine for you to not use that which God has placed inside of you. For the Bible said that God will make room for you and bring you before great men. So what are you waiting on? This remind me of the this reminds me of the parable of talents where the master entrusted his servants with varying sums expecting them to multiply their blessings they all decided to go and increase that which was bestowed to them except for one in this manner God has entrusted us with abilities to multiply and utilize for his work don't be like the servant who didn't use his talents instead rise to the occasion and serve God is waiting for willing hearts and active hands who want to further his kingdom. Isaiah 6, 8. Here I am, Lord, send me, I'll go. One thing that hurts me the most is seeing capable bodies who make excuses as to why they can't help with God's work. And quite frankly, it gets old seeing the same faces volunteering around the church. It takes a community of believers to carry out God's vision, not a group of four people. I'm tired of showing up to community cleanups and there are only being five people, three of which are brothers and the other two are retired deacons. It takes a community to carry out God's vision. I digress. Let me carry on. Um, we should be using our gifts for the glory of God. For the Bible says in Romans chapter 11, starting at verse 29, for God's gifts and his callings are irrevocable. 
which lets us know that regardless of the attack that the devil may throw our way, he cannot take that which the devil has placed, or which that, that, he cannot take that which God has placed inside of us. And since the devil understands that he cannot take that which God has placed inside of you, he'll try to make you unaware of your giftedness or try to make you underutilize them. If we, if we remain unaware of transformations needed within our lives, we become captives to a false contentment. When we abide in a state of contentment without acknowledging the need for transformation, we risk stagnation in the eyes of God. Our creator calls us to be vigilant, to strive for righteousness and growth. For in recognizing the areas of our lives that yearn for improvement, we acknowledge that God, by the grace of God's guidance, inviting his transformative, transformative, transformative power. Let me, let me, y'all got it. Got it. <laughs> for in recognizing the areas of our lives that yearn for improvement, we acknowledge the grace of God's guidance, inviting his transformative power to shape us into the vessels of his divine purpose. I got news for you, saints. Contentment could very well be the devil keeping you from discovering your purpose. Keeping you from being all that God has called you to be. Have you ever thought to yourself that being satisfied with just showing up every Sunday, hands lifted high, and simply being in the room could be the devil keeping you from uncovering your true self? There has to be a shift of monotony. There has to be a shift of normality. And when you shift, you'll find purpose that God has called you to. There has to be a transaction that occurs when you say yes. And my last point, saying yes carries power. Saying yes carries power. The last part of this verse says, to him be dominion, meaning he has power, authority, and sovereignty over all things. In this tapestry of life, this verse weaves a golden thread of divine sovereignty, revealing that ultimately God's will shall prevail. His plan is unfathomable and his timing is perfect. He orchestrates events in a manner that suits his divine purpose, unchained by the constraints of human understanding. Ladies and gentlemen, he is God all by himself. He is the great I am. He is omniscient and omnipresent at the same time. Is there anybody in here that's glad that God knows your problems and he knows the solution to all of your problems? This overall scripture shows us, church, that in the end, God can simply do what he wants, how he wants, with, with whomever he wants. I advise us all to make the right decision, especially when this decision can lead us to eternal glory. Here it is, and then I'm done. If we are made in God's image as it is written in Genesis, then we too have dominion. As long as you come in agreement with God and God says it, then it must come to pass. If God said build, build. If God says go, then go. If God says serve, then serve. If God says leave him, then leave him. If God says leave her, then leave her. If God said it, then it shall come to pass. God is not a man who shall lie. Is there anybody in the room that, that's glad God keeps on keeping them from danger seen and unseen? The old folks used to say it like this. I'm so glad that he's kept me just another day. That the Lord has kept me just another day. That the Lord has blessed me. You could have been dead, sleeping in your grave. 
But if you're still breathing, oh, if you're still breathing, you have a purpose. God has a plan. Grab your neighbor. Grab your neighbor. Rock them and shake them. Shake them and rock them. Rock them and shake them. Tell them, get busy, get busy. We got work to do. We've got to build the kingdom. Get busy, get busy, get busy. Thank you for 
keeping until all this time. Can y'all pray? Amen. time for our offering. You can give by cash app dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C Giveify tap give done and text to give at 855-908-0710 You may also place your offering in the basket with the ushers as you leave.